Welcome to Pigskin Frenzy on this wonderful Thursday. Thank you for joining us. I'm Joel Norris, and whether you're watching on YouTube, listening on Spotify, or listening on Podbean, a big thank you for taking some time out of your Thursday to just sit back, watch, and listen to some NFL coverage presented by me. Now, if you're watching on YouTube, please subscribe to the channel, leave a like on the episode, and leave a comment down below. Spotify, if you're listening on there, share around with others and follow on there as well. Podbean, same thing. If you're you're listening on there, share around with others and follow on there as well. We have Twitter and we have Facebook. Twitter, it's at pigskin underscore frenzy, all lowercase. All you got to do is type that bad boy in on the search engine. You'll find it. You'll follow the page, like the page there. You'll get episode updates as well as news, notifications, and highlights from across college and NFL football. Facebook, same thing. All you got to do is type in pigskin frenzy there. You'll find it. Follow and like the page, and then you'll get episode updates as well as news, highlights, and notifications from across college and NFL football. Check the calendars, ladies and gentlemen. Today is April 27th. I wonder what's today. Oh, yeah, the NFL draft. I told you I, it's finally here. I've been beating a dead horse with it for over a month ever since the show started, but we're finally here. NFL draft edition of Pigskin Frenzy, as advertised. We're going to get into the NFL draft, talk all things um, draft final updates as we prepare for the Panthers to go on the clock in about a few hours uh, tonight at 8 Eastern uh, on ABC. NFL Network and NFL Plus for the first time ever, as well as ESPN on the main channel, ESPN. Also, it is live from Kansas City, Missouri, Union Station. I've been around Union Station <laughs> my fair share of times and been up in Kansas City a lot. So, if you know you're from the area, entry is free. Entry is free to go into the draft and just watch and you know view uh, everything and the spectacle that is the NFL draft. So. 2023 draft is here. I'm so excited. I'm pumped. We're going to talk about it this whole episode. That's pretty much it, real right? I'm going to give you my mock draft to conclude this episode for the moment we've been all been waiting for. Honestly, uh, I said I was going to give you my predictions for you know who's going who's going where round one and you know my take on everything. So we're going to do that and we're going to get you know to conclude the episode and tie everything in together. Before we kick to the draft, this has something to do with the draft. However, we're going to talk about it and kick everything off with it right now. So, breaking news out of New York, Green Bay, and probably the entire National Football League, AFC, NFC, you name it. This is huge. Uh, Breaking news. So, the New York Jets and the Green Bay Packers have agreed to a trade for Aaron Rodgers. So it happened finally. And not only that, the press conference happened today. He arrived in New York today and spoke to the New York media for the first time ever. Uh, The Green Bay Packers and the New York Jets have agreed to a trade that includes major compensation. One of those, it has something to do with the draft. Thursday or tonight, it is the 13th pick and the 15th pick. The Packers get the 13th pick the Jets get the 15th pick. So they've swapped places. They get Aaron Rodgers. It's a doozy, ladies and gentlemen. Aaron Rodgers has been in Green Bay for uh, about 13, 13 plus years, is now uh, taking his talents elsewhere um, for the first time in his career. This is a Tom Brady-esque move, and it's not like, you know, okay, he left on his own and he signed, but it's a Tom Brady-esque move to the point where, okay, 
it's a legendary Hall of Fame quarterback in Aaron Rodgers going to the New York Jets after, you know, a, a bunch of time and spending his whole career there. He got drafted there, came from Cal, and he got drafted from there, uh, war number eight, then switched to number 12, and he kind of mimicked Tom Brady. He sat behind Brett Favre. Brett, Har- Brett Favre ended up leaving the Green Bay Packers, retiring in his first retirement, and then Aaron Rodgers took over for the New York, uh, for the uh, Green Bay Packers. So, what's kind of funny is Brett Favre ended up going to the Green, uh, into the New York Jets his first season when he came back out of retirement, which was funny. So, it's kind of like, okay, these Green Bay Packers quarterbacks, you know, must have something for the New York Jets, but. Um, nonetheless, Aaron Rodgers going to the New York Jets. What does this mean for the NFL and the AFC alike? It means a lot. Um, we have, I mean, the Jets are, are building. I'm not going to sit there and say that, okay, uh, you know, they're a powerhouse now. No, I'm not going to say that at all. They could be a powerhouse if they get more pieces around him and build more around Aaron Rodgers, right? You already got Brees Hall. You got a good running back in Brees Hall. You got a good receiver in Garrett Wilson. You already got uh, C.J. Umazama from uh, who just you know who just joined the Jets uh, last season uh, from the Bengals. You have on defense. You have Quentin Williams up front from Alabama, who you know played there, in Alabama, and then you got Sauce Gardner, uh, defensive rookie of the year, who's turning in probably into could be a defensive defense uh, defensive player of the year candidate for the National Football League. He's a he's an excellent corner. He's a lockdown corner. He's turning into one of the best and the elites in the NFL already. And this is he's going into his second season. So Sauce Gardner's up there. It's going to be in, in you know a good team to build around on defense and on offense. So that's a, it's a good thing, you know, but you need more pieces around there to help Aaron Rodgers and offensive line. You got to start there and hint, hint, that's where I'm going to go later in the mock draft with the Jets. So hint, hint there. Um, we need to have, you know, you need to build your lineup for the Jets. You need to build and get more receivers and more help. Because if you just lock down Garrett Wilson, who else is he going to throw to? You know, you, CJU Mazama is going to be his second choice. And then there you go. You know, it's settled. You can lock down uh, Umazama and you can lock down uh, Garrett Wilson. So, it's it's one of those things where you're gonna have to get some more help. You're gonna have to get some more blockers, and then you win some games, and then you're on fire. And then who knows? You know, you're there. You're there, and you're in. As as we say, you're in there like swimwear. Um. <laughs> so and, and when I immediately, and I'm just gonna sit there. When I immediately saw this trade go through a couple of days ago, I started. I don't know. Frank Sinatra popped in my head. Uh, multi-generational famous singer Frank Sinatra you know has the song uh theme from New York New York New York New York starts spreading the news <laughs> that's what Aaron Rodgers was saying Aaron Rodgers found out that trade he posted his heartfelt goodbye to the Green Bay Packers organization he thanked everyone there and then he sang the song start spreading the news I'm leaving today as he was waving by on his jet jet get it knee slapper there to the New York jet. So it was, it was, it was, you know, it was expected. He's been wanting to go to the jets for a while. He said it on the Pat McAfee show a month back that he wanted this trade to go through. It happened. The New York jets have picked up Aaron Rodgers. Business has picked up. They now have the fourth best, best odds to win the super bowl. They are tied with the Dallas Cowboys as of this moment now. So 
Aaron Rodgers going to the Jets. It's official. He had the press conference today. He said that Super Bowl three trophy looks a little bit lonely. And you know what he's aiming for. You know why he's in New York. He wants to win it all. He wants to win another Super Bowl before he eventually calls it. Now, again, I'm going to, you know, if we dive deep in, deeper into this trade, it is a, it's a long story, but was it worth the major compensation if Aaron Rodgers only plays for one or two years? That's a question there. That's what. That's the only question I have. I think the Jets have a shot to be a wild card playoff team right now. I don't think right now it is the time to compare them right now to the, to the Kansas City Chiefs or even in their own division as a Buffalo Bills. So it's it's kind of hard right now to compare them as one of the, the three best in the AFC along with Cincinnati, Kansas City, and Buffalo. But uh, it's one of those things where they can improve and they can build on. And, and it's, it's a good pickup. I mean, it's Aaron Rodgers. It's a Hall of Fame quarterback. But you just got to build up. Was it a good deal if he only stays there two or one or two years? It probably wasn't. Because you're giving up a lot of compensation for a, for one dude that only stays for a couple of years, and they, and y'all may not even win a, ch- a championship yet. So it's kind of hard. It is really, really hard. So what do I say is it's good right now, but I would not think, and this is my final thoughts on this, I would not think with excitement when it comes to Aaron Rodgers joining the Jets yet, I would not think, okay, they're going to win the Super Bowl. Because you're thinking with your head and you're not really thinking with your head. You're thinking with excitement. Let's think logically with your head, and let's think smart here for a second. Let's not think think smarter, not harder, you know? So I think with logically thinking, logically speaking, the Jets have a shot to go to the wild card playoff now. Right now. Am I going to sit there and say they're a Super Bowl contender? It's kind of hard to sit there and say that they are. You got to build them up first. That's just my take on it. You have to build them up and keep building and and keep winning games. And then when you win games, and then when you build them up, have a line and have everything ready, then they'll be ready. And then my my team may change. But I have to wait until September. That's just my take. I have to wait until September to see what that division and see what the Jets are going to do and what they're going to look like. They're going to look like a completely different team once and for all. Zach Wilson is no longer the starting quarterback. Obviously, Aaron Rodgers will be. Zach Wilson needs to learn, uh, and that's my also uh, my also another take on that. But we'll get into that later. Uh, but my time my 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 point ex- my point exactly is this: Aaron Rodgers going to the Jets is a, is a, it could be a good pickup. If you build around him, he's still a legendary quarterback, but he cannot do it by himself. Tom Brady couldn't do it by himself, and he's the he's the GOAT, right? He couldn't do it by himself. You got to have pieces around you to, you know, get to that championship level. Can the Jets get there? Maybe. Again, you got to build them up. So that's my thoughts. Aaron Rodgers is now a New York Jet. The long-awaited trade has happened. They swapped picks 13 and 15th. 13th belonging to the Packers and the Jets now owning the 15th pick tonight. So moving on, let's talk about the NFL draft. <laughs> uh, now let's talk about the full draft. Now that was just, you know, I had to kick that off and talk about the, the Aaron Rodgers situation there. Let's go over and talk about the NFL draft, our final updates as we know it. So going into the night, uh, I've been hearing a lot about the number two pick 
it's looking like defense. Now, let me just say this. I've been hearing also a lot of the Texans hyping up, so to speak, hyping up Will Levis as a presumed number two pick. I will get into that in the mock draft, <laughs> okay? I will get into that in the mock draft, but I've been hearing some rumors on that. So, right now, as we, as we speak, the Carolina Panthers have decided on the number one overall pick for tonight. Uh, we don't know. I mean, obviously, we're not going to sit here and say who it is. We can make assumptions. It's Bryce Young. It's C.J. Stroud back in the top five again. Uh, it's it's Will Levinson, a shocker. Who knows? It's Will Anderson. Who knows? You know. But they decided on a number one pick. It's most likely quarterback. It's most likely either going to be a Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, or Will Levis, uh, or Anthony Richardson. So, yes, uh, they have decided on the number one pick. That is that is a big final update I can give you there. We can also give you uh, another update with the Houston Texans. They are looking into trading, and they have you know called other teams about trading up their number 12 pick in the draft. So that's interesting. I, I would assume that they were going to pick a, a top player there. And, and here's what I was assuming. They were going to pick defense and pick, you know, the number 12 pick and try to try to get a quarterback there. So I think I thought that was my, my plan and they still may, but they have, you know, been taking calls on trading for that number 12 pick. I've been hearing some updates and final updates here with the Kansas City Chiefs moving up and trading for a pick. That's huge. Kansas City and Union Station, if you're listening out there, make some noise. I'm doing the hand signal to make some noise. Throw it up. Chiefs Kingdom. So I've been hearing some noise on that. I've been hearing some noise about some, uh, uh, quite possibly some two picks that they could make if the Chiefs trade up. They haven't announced that they were trading up. It's just speculation at this point. But I've been hearing some calls about that. They've been looking at Alabama running back Jameer Gibbs and Boston College wide receiver Zay Flowers, both extremely good picks, and it helps to it helps Patrick Mahomes add some more weapons to an already defending Super Bowl championship team. So it's looking looking solid for the Chiefs. They're scheduled to go on last pick, uh, number thirty one. So I have had heard nothing yet about the. Arizona Cardinals pick. It's looking like Arizona is going to remain at number three. Uh, no, no calls yet there. I've been hearing some some trades going on with some current players in the league. I've been hearing the Dolphins uh, linking up with the Vikings in an attempt to trade uh, to get a trade on with running back Dalvin Cook. That's huge. I've been hearing about that. I've been hearing some wide receiver uh, rumors with DeAndre Hopkins and some trade. He could be traded in the draft. I've been also been hearing some rumors about that. These are some final draft updates I've been hearing across the board. It's 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 insane. You know, it's like okay, you're sitting there and you're thinking this could be huge. This is going to be a huge night. I will say this, and here's a big update. It is supposed to be the most unexpected draft that we have seen in quite some time, which is interesting. It always makes good for the spectacle, right? To make it unexpected and to make it, you know, fun to watch tonight. So I'm excited about tonight. I'm excited about the first round. I'm ready for it. And, uh, you know, I'm just, I'm, I'm excited, you know, uh, those are some major and some final updates as we get ready for the NFL draft. Uh, again, Carolina has a consensus number one pick. The Texans are listening to calls about the number 12th pick. And we have the Chiefs who are, could move up to try to get two impact players, most notably a Zay Flowers or 
a Jameer Gibbs. So it's looking looking good for tonight. Uh, those were my final, you know, updates for across the board. And who knows, you know, I mean, the DeAndre Hopkins thing may happen and the Dalvin Cook thing may happen. But those are some two big names who are currently in the National Football League that I would take a look out for who could get traded. So it's it's almost mind-boggling. See, I'm having trouble talking about it because it's like a D-Hop and a Dalvin Cook may get traded during the draft. That's, that's insane, you know? But yeah, you know, it could happen. Anything happens in the draft. Last year, A.J. Brown got traded. Right, AJ Brown got traded to the, the Philadelphia Eagles. Huge pickup there. So it's looking, looking like it's going to be an interesting, interesting night tonight. First round of the NFL Draft live Union Station, Kansas City. Pumped. That was my final round of updates for the NFL Draft. I'll provide a, you know, I'll probably go on Facebook and uh, Twitter maybe and uh, talk about you know, the NFL draft and recap night one, post a video, or maybe even I'll go on Facebook and do a live, uh, do a live recap. I may sit here or may sit in my, my living room in my house and just provide a, you know, an, a live re go live and provide a recap on pigskin frenzy's Facebook page. Uh, you know, talking about round one of the NFL draft. So it's going to be an epic night. Can't wait for it. We're, uh, you know, moving along nicely. Final updates. For every for everyone across the board, and uh, I've been hearing also just provide one more update before we move on. I've been hearing a lot about C.J. Stroud not in the top five, not even in the top ten. I don't know what's up with that. Honestly, I think that C.J. Stroud is a top ten, not even top ten. I think he's a top three player, but he's fallen off for some reason, and I don't know necessarily know the answer to that. But he's been getting a lot, a lot of flag these past couple of weeks, and it's moving more and more down out of the top 10 for Ohio State quarterback C.J. Stroud. So that was my final round of updates. And now we're going to move on to the main event here, my pigskin frenzy round one mock draft. So moving on from the updates, going to the mock draft. Here we go. Uh, It's, you know... Listen, I mean, it's I've been waiting for this for a, a while. I've been waiting to release my mock draft and where I think players are going to go. And and, I, and I'm pretty sure everyone listening here, I mean, for me beating a dead horse with the NFL draft for the past month and a half, saying, "Okay, dude, we're we've been waiting for you to you know just shut up about it and just and just tell us where where you think everybody's going to go." Listen, I agree. I've been waiting, but you got to do it on draft day, right? So here we go. Round one mock draft, pigskin frenzy round one mock draft. And let's begin. The Carolina Panthers are on the clock tonight. Number one overall pick. And here's who I got going. Number one. Number one, Carolina Panthers. They select quarterback CJ, uh, quarterback Bryce Young, Alabama. So uh, the the thing I've been hearing about the Texans and the and the Panthers. So the Texans have been hyping up Will Levis as a, as the number two pick, and the, hyping up and putting some momentum on Will Levis from Kentucky, and the pan the, making the Panthers trying to second guess themselves. It's what I've been looking at, and I'm thinking, okay, there's no way in my in my honest thoughts, there are there's no way the Carolina Panthers are gonna buy into what the Texans are saying, and they're going to draft Will Levis at number one. And that's not taking anything away from quarterback Will Levis. Will Levis is a, is a phenomenal quarterback. He played, he, he did well at Kentucky in his two years at Kentucky. 
I just don't think he's the number one overall pick. I think Bryce Young is the number one overall pick, and that's why the Texans are doing that. The Texans are wanting to do a smoke screen, guys. Ladies and gentlemen, that is what we call a smoke screen. And, you know, trades, draft, football in general, and sports, that is what we call a smoke screen. It's a smoke screen means you're going to hype up and blow smoke on somebody, right? Blow smoke on on a certain player, project, anything. And then that team is going to, you know, the team who was the number one overall pick, right, say the Carolina Panthers in this situation, are going to buy in to that smoke. They're going to grab a Will Levis and get that smoke so the number two team can get the real star player. So that's what the Texans are trying to do. They're trying to weasel their way into getting a quarterback, Bryce Young, and and by blowing smoke. And I think it's, I think it's quite funny. I think it's smart. And it's not going to happen. <laughs> I think the Carolina Panthers have their number one pick. And I think Bryce Young is their guy. Carolina Panthers, quarterback Bryce Young, he goes number one. That's not a big shock to me. I think that's the number one pick in my mock draft, at least. Number one, Carolina Panthers select quarterback Bryce Young out of Alabama. So number two is the Houston Texans. So if the smoke screen doesn't work, what do they do? In my opinion, they go defense. So in my opinion, I've been saying this for a month and a half, a month and a half now, ever since we started talking about the NFL draft on Pigskin Frenzy. The number two pick, Houston Texans select, edge player, Will Anderson, Alabama. I think he's the best defensive player in the draft overall. I think he one of probably, if not the best player in the NFL draft. Will Anderson goes number two to the Houston Texans. Number three, Arizona Cardinals. I think that uh, they're not trading up. So in my mind, they get edge rusher. Tyree Wilson from Texas Tech. He's the second best player, uh, one of the, if not the second or third best defensive player in this draft. Tyree Wilson had a monster few seasons at Texas Tech. Great overall player. Great when pressuring the quarterback. Great when pressuring an offensive lineman. He's your guy if you want a, a pure solidified edge rusher. Tyree Wilson's your guy. Edge rusher, Texas Tech. Tyree Wilson going to the Arizona Cardinals. Number four, we got the Indianapolis Colts on the clock. My pick here, quarterback Will Levis, Kentucky. I think he'd go. He's the second quarterback taken off the board. I think the Indianapolis Colts are very high on Will Levis, on um, you know being the the face of their franchise and in, in going right and going to the you know Indianapolis Colts and just restarting their whole thing you know and trying to you know bring them back to a level to where they could probably win a title so they have not had a quarterback good quarterback situation probably since Andrew Luck and Andrew Luck is a in my opinion if if he wouldn't have gotten hurt Andrew Luck would still be playing right now and the Colts would consistently be in it so uh not just that. I mean, Philip Rivers was a solid choice, but Andrew Luck was their there was their guy, and he was an assassin for us. He's a cerebral assassin for Indianapolis Colts. So maybe they restart with Will Levis here. I think Will Levis gets selected at four. Second quarterback off the board from Kentucky. Quarterback Will Levis goes to the Indianapolis Colts. Number five, we got the Seattle Seahawks. We got Georgia defensive tackle. Jalen Carter selected here. And I think it's a good choice there if you want to build on that defense. Obviously, why not? Add more to that big defensive line at Seattle and you pick up Jalen Carter. In my mind, despite what happened at Pro Day and despite what happened during his offseason, 
Jalen Carter is an electric football player. He's one of the best defensive tackles in the draft. He's a solid defensive player, solid on the attack. I would go with Jalen Carter to build up your defensive front on any team. And the Seattle Seahawks need a little bit of that that push on defense a little bit. So why not restart that with Jalen Carter from Georgia? The number six pick, and is the uh, it goes to the Detroit Lions. Detroit Lions, the Detroit Detroit's hosting the draft next year. So just a little preview there. Um, Detroit Lions, number six, they they go offensive lineman here, and they pick, in my opinion, the best O lineman in the draft uh, so far. Peter Skronsky. Peter Skronsky from Northwestern. They select him. Uh, he is, in my opinion, the best offensive lineman in the draft. Great, great pass block and great run blocker. All all around great blocker for Northwestern and what he's done up there. Uh, Peter Skronsky, in my opinion, will you know help out a little bit of that pressure that Jared Gossman getting. Jared Gossman sat quite a few times last season. We need to protect him. So starting with Peter Skronsky and you know Panay Sewell from Oregon, both of them keep building up that line. You want to make Jared Goff happy and you want to keep him around in Detroit. So let's start building that line more. Panay Sewell and Peter Skronsky from you know from Northwestern and adding him to the Detroit Lions there. Good pick there, in my opinion. Go, and that, that's just my projection on that one. Detroit Lions select Peter Skronsky for Northwestern in my mock draft. So, continuing on, number seven, the Las Vegas Raiders are on the clock. They select quarterback C.J. Stroud, Ohio State. So, I, I don't know why he has gotten so little hype over these past couple of weeks, and everyone's been, you know, not high on him. Everyone's been saying, okay, yeah, this guy, you know, is going to get, you know, you know, he, he didn't pass all of his tests, his QB tests, and he didn't pass a lot of what's going on, you know, in, in, in you know, a lot of the mind tests and a lot of the, uh, you know, quarterback, you know, IQ tests. And he, he, yes, while he did do low, and I've looked at the numbers, he did do low. He's still a talented football player, and it doesn't take anything away from his decision-making. I think his decision-making is crisp. It's not more crisp than Bryce Young's, unfortunately, but he's still a top quarterback in this draft, and he can be a, a top 10 to top 15 quarterback in this league someday with his pure athletic ability as well. So Bryce Young, I think, is a, is a top three pick, but if you want to be realistic, and he has fallen, so to speak, Las Vegas needs a quarterback. Devontae Adams needs a guy to you know, throw to him. Hunter Renfro needs a guy to throw to him. Josh Jacobs needs a guy to slip him the ball a few times. Why not get C.J. Stroud, Ohio State, quarterback as the number seven pick there? I've been hearing that they were looking to pick Devinson back, but in my mock draft, let's just you know go with C.J. Stroud to Las Vegas. But speaking of defensive backs, number eight, Atlanta Falcons on the clock. They pick defensive back Christian Gonzalez, Oregon. I am really high on him. I think he is a solid defensive back, an all-around good defensive back. His zone coverage and his man-to-man coverage is far none, probably the best in the draft. So Christian Gonzalez uh, going to Atlanta there. Number nine, we have another tackle, number nine, to protect, you know, Justin Fields. Paris Johnson Jr., Ohio State, a man, a name that Justin Fields is familiar with. Paris Johnson going to the Chicago Bears to protect his old teammate in, in, in Justin Fields. Uh, the 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 Justin Fields is is the right player for the Bears, and I think he was a good. 
thing that they traded the number one pick because I think Justin Fields needs a little bit more time to develop and he needs help up front. So what better way to get his old college teammate and to build that lineup for the Bears than to get Paris Johnson Jr., probably the second best tackle in the draft, taken off the board here early for Ohio State. Number 10, the Philadelphia Eagles. I have Devin Weatherspoon, cornerback from Illinois, getting selected here. And I think Devin Weatherspoon is a good defensive back. He is, in my mind, up there with Christian Gonzalez as one of the best DBs for Illinois. I think his zone coverage is amazing. His man-to-man, you know, could be tweaked a little bit. But I think Devin Weatherspoon is, you know, a first-round talent. And he is a top 10 pick in my mind. So Devin Weatherspoon, Illinois, going to the Philadelphia Eagles at number 10. Number 11, the Tennessee Titans, quarterback Hendon Hooker. <laughs> You're probably thinking, okay, this guy, what is this guy doing? What about Anthony Richardson? I am really high on Hendon Hooker. He did really, really well for Tennessee last season. And he did well prior to his phenomenal season last, you know, last year. So, uh, I mean, I think Hendon Hooker is a good quarterback. He's a, I think, honestly, he could jump up and surprise everybody. It's a first-round pick for the Tennessee Titans. Honestly, if the trade with Trey Lance is not intimate, you want to go with somebody right now. I think Hendon Hooker is their guy. I think they're kind of iffy on Malik Willis and they're iffy on Will on and trying. They're iffy on Ryan Tannehill and trying to work out some sort of trade package for him. So. Quarterback Hendon Hooker get a fresh start. Have somebody else to throw to you know. You know, have somebody else you know the throw to Traylon Burks and Hendon Hooker. Excellent throw. I mean, excellent passer. I mean, excellent. He's a good pure passer. Go with Hendon Hooker at number eleven. My take for the Pigskin Frenzy Mod Draft. So, number twelve, Houston Texans. They select quarterback Anthony Richardson from Florida. Uh, I think honestly, and if they do not trade the pick, I think it would be a good thing to get Will Anderson and then pick up a quarterback in the 12th spot and get Anthony Richardson uh, from Florida. He's got the good athleticism. Maybe his decision-making needs to be worked on a little bit more, but Anthony Richardson going 12 would be a good spot there. Number 13, the Green Bay Packers are on the clock, just like I said through the Aaron Rodgers trade. They pick up wide receiver Zay Flowers (laughs) from Boston College. The Green Bay Packers are now starting Jordan Love, right? They need Jordan Love to have some help, right? Oh, Zay Flowers is their guy. And I think to start off, you know, with some good help for Jordan Love, I think Zay Flowers is probably the top wide receiver in the in the draft right now. He's got great numbers, great combine and pro day numbers. And what he did at Boston College was electric. Go with Zay Flowers to start off, to kickstart, you know, that offense with Jordan Love as now their new starting quarterback for the Green Bay Packers. Number 14, the New England Patriots are on the clock here. They're going to pick defense in my mind, and I think they pick edge rusher Lucas Van Ness from Iowa. One of the best in the Big Ten on the edge. Great player. Uh, great, you know, great on the attack. Uh, you know, with the offensive line, he could be, you know, so-so, but... He can still get to the quarterback and pressure the quarterback well. They, I mean, a lot of teams need an edge rusher. I think Lucas Van Ness is probably the third best in the draft right now. So Lucas Van Ness, you know, number 14 in the draft. Number 15, New York Jets are on the clock. You know, Aaron Rodgers trade. You get offensive lineman Anton Harrison, Oklahoma. You're starting to see a consistent theme in my mock draft. 
O-linemen, O-linemen. You need, they, there are some teams out there that need some O-linemen. The Jets need to build on that O-line to you know protect Aaron Rodgers and to try to build them as a championship-caliber team. I think Anton, Anton Harris at Oklahoma was a very was a, was a bright spot of that 6-6 six and six season last year. He uh, blocked for Dylan. He was one of the key blockers for Dylan Gabriel last season. Anton Harrison played well. He is a first-round pick in my mind. New York Jets select Anton Harrison, offensive lineman for Oklahoma. Now, number 16, the Washington Commanders. You think, okay, are they going to pick quarterback or a, a big-time you know, player? No, they're number 16. I think they pick. We go with another offensive lineman here. You build up and uh, hint, hint, next year. You save for next year. So Washington Commanders, offensive lineman, Broderick Jones from Georgia is who I would select here. And this is in my mock draft. They select Broderick Jones from Georgia. He built on that O-line. And I will tell you why. There's some updates and rumors going around that the best quarterback may not even be in this draft. He is in next year's draft, and he goes with the name of USC quarterback Caleb Williams. Caleb Williams is the projected number one overall pick for next year's in 2024 in the NFL draft in 2024 going to Detroit. I think, you know, the projected there, the projections there are Washington Commanders may trade up some picks if they do well next season and, you know, trade up to get the number one pick to bring Kayla Williams back to Washington, D.C. and to give him, you know, you know, give him that leverage and give him some hometown feel and going and playing as the new face of the Washington Commanders. Everybody's really high on him, and and if that is the case, and everybody's high on Caleb Williams, which I do think he is the best college football quarterback coming back in 2023, I think that you need to build on the O line here. So Broderick Jones, Georgia O line, just as a you know, build on the O line as a hint towards the future. Number moving on, number 17, Pittsburgh Steelers. They still like defensive back Deontay Banks from Maryland. I think he's one of the best defensive backs in the draft as well. I mean, he's, I would say, third best right now, Deontay Banks. I think uh, what he does, uh, uh, you know, you know, acceleration in the zone coverage is bar none, uh, one of the best in the league, uh, in, in the draft. Uh, it could be one of the best in the league. Deontay Banks is the name I'd watch out for there. Pittsburgh Steelers select Deontay Banks from Maryland. Number 18, the Detroit Lions. Defensive back Brian Branch from Alabama. I think Brian Branch is a first-round pick. I think he's one of the most underrated defensive backs in this draft. I think what he did at Alabama these past few years have been, you know, he's been on lock on on a lot of these receivers. He's been really, really good. Uh, Brian Branch, I think he's going to be an NFL talent and 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 one of those defensive backs that you got to look for. You know, you got to look for and pick out and see, you know, okay, you know, where's he at almost. So Brian Branch, he hits hard. He uh, locks down, you know, and does his assignments well, and he reads receivers well as well. So, Brian Branch, number 18 of these white lines out of Alabama. Number 19, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They go offense with this running back, Bijan Robinson from Texas. I'm really high on Bijan Robinson. I think he's the best running back in this draft. I think that he, in, in my in my take, is one of the, you know, top running and probably not not the top the the best running back in this draft there have been rumors about him going to the eagles which oh my oh my that would be insane but i think the tampa bay buccaneers Bijan robinson it is a good pick there to replace a Leonard fournette 
who just left the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They need a running back. I think they picked Bijan Robinson from Texas, and he's the best in the, in the class. So why not? That's my mock draft there for that one. Number 20, the Seattle Seahawks select edge rusher Nolan Smith. Keep building on that defense with Seattle. Keep building on that defense. And I think edge rusher Nolan Smith is one of the best in the draft, the most underrated in this draft. His numbers are off the chain. I think that uh, what he has done is quite impressive at Georgia, and he's fast, and he's smart, and he's patient. And what she, that's what you need in an edge rusher. So edge rusher Nolan Smith from Georgia getting selected to Seattle Seahawks. I think that's a good pick to build on that front for the Seattle Seahawks. Number 21, the Los Angeles Chargers. I think you should go tight end, and they could go tight end here. Dalton Kincaid from Utah. A lot of people thought Michael Mayer from Notre Dame would be picked first. I think tight end Dalton Kincaid gets picked first from Utah. I think that it would be a good option for Justin uh, Justin Herbert to throw it to a, uh, throw a little bit more and shove it off to a tight end a little bit more and have a good blocker with Dalton Kincaid. He can block, he can protect, he can also catch and he can accelerate on catch as well. And that's what you need in a tight end. So tight end Dalton Kincaid from Utah to the Los Angeles Chargers at number 21. Number 22, Baltimore Ravens. You go defense here. Edge rusher Miles Murphy from Clemson. I think he is an uh, – I'm going with edge and offensive lineman here right now. Man, let me go on and tell you, Miles Murphy is a talent. He was – he's done really, really well at Clemson. I would pick Miles Murphy to build up and continuing to build more of that Baltimore defense. That Baltimore defense is stout. I would continue to build more on it. So, Miles Murphy – from Clemson there. So, number 23, the Minnesota Vikings. They just picked up Justin uh, Justin Jefferson's fifth-year option. Not surprising. He's the best receiver, you know, probably in the league right now. So, what do you do? You go out and get another one. They replace Adam Thielen with wide receiver Jordan Addison from USC. I think he is a solid wide receiver, probably one of the best in this class. His IQ and his and he can in the way he can read a corner and read the safeties is bar none. Again, I keep saying bar none, but bar none, one of the best in the draft. So Jordan Addison, he was a great threat to college defenses last season with Caleb Williams throwing to him. Let's see what Kirk Cousins does with him. I think it's a good option there. So Jordan Addison going to the Vikings at 23. Number 24, Jacksonville Jaguars are on the clock. They get offensive linemen to help Trevor Lawrence out. Darnell Wright from Tennessee. That is a good pick. He was a, a solid solid blocker for Hendon Hooker last year. I think Darnell Wright could help Trevor Lawrence out tremendously, especially on the left side. I think that the I think that Trevor Lawrence has been sacked quite enough since, you know, last season. You got to build up that line, man. They got the teeth, they got the pieces. They got Marvin Jones, they got Calvin Ridley, they have Christian Kirk. Man, all you got to get now is some linemen. You know, you got some pieces. You got Evan Ingram. You got Evan Ingram. He he went from being okay to the Giants to being probably one of the best tight ends in the league Evan Ingram has. So he's got the weapons to throw to, and he's got the, 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 the backs. And, you know, with Travis Etienne, he just needs an offensive line to help protect him. And the Jacksonville Jaguars are, could be back in the playoffs. So Darnell Wright, good pick here to build on that line there. So the number 25, the New York Giants are on the clock. They go wide receiver. And they get help 
with Quentin Johnson from TCU. I said last week that I do not know why that Quentin Johnson is projected to go second round. I think he is a first round talent. I think he is one of the best receivers in this draft. I am very and most not not just best. I think he's one of the most underrated receivers in this draft. I think he was a solid receiver for TCU last season. He was a big part of their offense with Max Duggan throwing to him and has their go-to guy. Quentin Johnson could be that guy for Daniel Jones. I think he'd be a good pickup there. Go with wide receiver uh, Quentin Johnson, TCU. And, you know, let's make some magic happen with the New York Giants. And hopefully, please, get Saquon Barkley back on board. So, that's another thing. Anyway, let's go with 26. The Dallas Cowboys, their rival. Their rival there. So, Dallas Cowboys, they select... Emmanuel Forbes, Mississippi State. I said that last week. I said that Emmanuel Forbes could be a guy that they lean towards uh, for as more defensive backs and more leverage. You got Trayvon Diggs already. All you need now is Emmanuel Forbes to complete that, you know, cornerback spot. And, you know, he's a solid cornerback. So why not? I would get Emmanuel Forbes, one of the best defensive backs in the SEC from last season. Good solid pickup there. He's a smart player, and I, if I'm Dallas, I'm you know I'm looking into that one. So, and they're right to look into that one as well. So, number twenty-seven, the Buffalo Bills. You have Devin Singletary and you have Zach Moss, but you pick up another one, running back Jameer Gibbs from Alabama. If you want to rotate and have a, a more high octane offense. You get a power back with Devin Singletary, but you get an all-balanced back with Jameer Gibbs. You get, if you want a power runner, you get Jameer Gibbs. You want a, a guy who can catch it? Guess what? Jameer Gibbs is your guy. So Jameer Gibbs, electric for Alabama last season. He was electric for Georgia Tech as well when he went before he transferred to Alabama. But Jameer Gibbs out of Georgia Tech slash Alabama is a good player, good pickup there. Buffalo Bills with Jameer Gibbs would be a scary thought. I think they just add more to that offense with him in the backfield. Uh, in my draft, in my my draft, Jameer Gibbs goes to Buffalo. Number 28 is the Cincinnati Bengals. They add, add more to your offensive line in the second round because you cannot pass up on this man in the first round. Tight end, Michael Mayer, Notre Dame. Uh, I know they got Hayden Hurst on the team now, but Joe Burrow can also throw it to another guy. You know, he's he's just lining, they're just lining Joe Burrow up with weapons. You got Jamar Chase as his number one, T. Higgins as his wide receiver two. You got Tyler Boyd as receiver three. Then you got, as tight end one, you got Hunter Hayden Hurst. But the new tight end one, or a rotating tight end could be Michael Mayer from Notre Dame. He accelerates off the catch just like Dalton Kincaid. He's a big, bulky tight end. He can block well if anybody runs, or if Joe Burrow runs as well. So, you know, Michael Mayer, good tight end, good blocking tight end, and he could be do some wonders for the Cincinnati Bengals as a part of blocking. So, if you want to line, get some more linemen, which I highly suggest for the Bengals to get more linemen in this draft. However, you can go. That's it. Wouldn't hurt to get a blocking tight end as well because he is a good blocker and he can help. You know, fend off some of those players. You know, who are trying to come after Joe Burrow and take his head off. So, you know, Michael Mayer, Notre Dame, good pick there for the Cincinnati Bengals in my take. So, number twenty nine, the New Orleans Saints from a trade from Miami and Denver. Uh, they select defensive tackle Brian Bre- Brian Brees. So. Uh, uh, Brian Brees from Clemson, good player, good overall defensive tackle up in the middle. Uh, you know, 
takes on the line well. He is a, you know, good, good defensive tackle if you want to, you know, get that pressure on the quarterback. New Orleans Saints take Brian Brees from Clemson at the defensive tackle there. Number 30, Philadelphia Eagles linebacker. They select linebacker Drew Sanders from Arkansas. I think he is a highly touted pick. I said that number eight was on a mock draft. I think that's a little too high for Drew Sanders. I think he is a first-round pick, but a late first-round pick. And I think Drew Sanders does great things up the middle. I think this is one of the first linebackers I've said besides, a, besides I, I think, yeah, I think that's one of the first linebackers I've mentioned in my mock draft. And I think he's the first linebacker to come off the board in my mock draft the pigskin frenzy box draft. So Drew Sanders, he did some incredible stuff up, the, up in the middle last year with Arkansas. I think he can do some incredible stuff up in the middle for Philadelphia Eagles. They select linebackers, Drew Sanders, and that closes out the draft for the Eagles, and they select all defense here. So number 31, the Kansas City Chiefs, again, make some noise. This uh, mock draft is if trades don't happen, so if trades don't happen, this is just the current state of orders now. So in a, in a few hours, there could be trades. So who knows? Uh, but number 31, the Kansas City Chiefs select defensive lineman, Kalijah Cansey from Pitt. That one gets me excited because you replace Frank Clark and Frank Clark's gone. Who do you get? You get probably the best defensive player, defensive lineman at least, from the combine and you know, best the the best Pitt defensive player since Aaron Donald and Kalijah Cansey from Pitt. Good player, good on the attack. Can you know it's going to be hard to hold him and hard to contain him, which is what you want in a defensive lineman. So the Kansas City Chiefs select Kalijah Cansey. He is too valuable to be not a first round pick. And I mean, really, that just about wraps it up. I mean, Kalijah Cansey ends the first round, and that is the Pigskin Frenzy Round 1 mock draft. I'm sorry I went over just a tad bit, uh, but we're out of time. Uh, that was the Pigskin Frenzy Round 1 mock draft. So, we're out of time. Like I said, a big thank you for taking some time out of your Thursday to just sit back, watch, and listen to some NFL draft coverage presented by me. Now, if you're watching on YouTube, please subscribe to the channel, leave a like on the episode, and leave a, a comment down below. Spotify, if you're listening on there, share around with others and follow on there as well. Facebook, uh, we're on there. I'm going to get to that first. I'm sorry. Podbean, share around with others. I'm so excited. Podbean, share around with others. Follow on there as well. Sorry. Now we'll get to the social media. Twitter, at pigskin underscore frenzy, all lowercase. All you got to do is type that bad boy in. You'll follow and like the page there. Then you'll get episode updates as well as news and notifications from across college and NFL football. Facebook now, same thing. All you got to do is just type in Pigskin Frenzy. You'll follow and like the page there. You'll get episode updates as well as news, highlights, and notifications from across college and NFL football. That just about does it. The NFL draft is tonight, 8 Eastern NFL Network, NFL Plus, ABC, and ESPN live from Kansas City, Missouri. Union Station, the historical Union Station. It's free to get in if you live in Kansas City, and if you're there live, it is free to get in, free of entry. NFL, the 2023 NFL Draft begins round one tonight. I'm excited. I will probably provide some updates on Facebook. I may go live. I'm not sure yet, but I may give a live, uh, a live after, after you know, recap of everything for round one. So, I'm Joel Norris. Tune into the draft tonight. So excited. I'm Joel Norris signing off, and we will see you for a college football edition of Pigskin Frenzy Tuesday.